speeds up Driving when the sun goes down The hum of 18 wheels Lord, that's the lonely sound I spend all day Chasing that old white line I've been on the road so long I've lost track of time Hey friends, this is Chaplain Gary Rayburn of Lonesome Road Ministry. Our website is lonesomeroad.org or you can call us at 618-383-2107. That's my partner Fred Mooney. And I am so excited about being here with you. Yeah, we're going to enjoy this ride today with our friends and family out there on that old Lonesome Road. We got some great music on our program today. And we have personal testimonies. And maybe just a little bit of preaching. All right. And thy words shall be a witness unto you today. So buckle up. Relax. And hold on tight because here we go. Church on the Road. Right here on your favorite radio station. Fred, that was The Road Is My Life, and that was off of our Lonesome Road Volume 2 project, and The Road Is My Life, and that now it's your life, Fred. You're out here on the road with us. And I love it. <laughs> well, we're going to have a great program today. We got our pastor, Rick Hayes, with a message today, and he's going to be talking about giving our testimony. You know, we're overcomers by... The blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Amen, amen. That's that's so true. And we're going to be talking about testimonies a little bit, but we're going to be playing some great music. And we've got a great song now off of our Lonesome Road Volume 4 CD. And this is Dennis McKay, and it's called Driving My Life Away. And this was my testimony for years and years out there on the road until one day I met Jesus Christ out there on the highway, and I cried out to him. He picked me up out of that Murray clay, and he set my feet upon the rock. This is for you drivers out there that's driving your life away. Here's uh, Dennis McKay.
do you think of the way Dennis McKay done that song there? I really enjoyed it. I I like those old songs like that, and I think he really gave it a new twist. Boy, I'll tell you, he he sure did. Dennis McKay is an awesome singer, a songwriter. He's a musician. He owns a studio, and that's where all of our Lonesome Road music CDs are produced is from uh, his studio down there, Studio 115A in Columbus, Mississippi. And the next song we're going to play is another testimony song, and this is a testimony of Vernon Gingrich. He's a driver. He stopped in here one day at Lonesome Road Ministry and shared his testimony, and we have it on a CD, and we'd love to send it to you. And this song right here is his testimony in song. This is on your volume number four. Yeah, this is off of our... Lonesome Road, Volume 4 CD. We just put this out, and it's brand new. And if you want to get a copy, you can. Give us a call at 618-383-2107 or log on to lonesomeroad.org. Yeah, .org. Okay. There's uh, Vernon Gingrich's song that he wrote, his testimony, called Born This Way. Born This Way. Yeah, Born This Way. Driver rolling down a lonely road, talking about Jesus as he pulls his load. But they mock him when he tries to speak. They say, Don't pay him no mind, he's a Jesus freak. So please don't hate him for what he might say. He can't help it, he was born this way. Can't help it, he was born this way. Now there's a schoolboy from a Christian home. Every day that boy eats his lunch alone. Cause he believes in the Bible about the creation. And in that school that's an abomination. Please don't hate him for what he might say He can't help it, he was born this way No, he can't help it, he was born this way That man of God sure tells it straight He was even talking about a sinner's fate But the pundits on the TV are calling it hate So please don't hate him for what he might say He can't help it, he was born this way No, he can't help it, he was born Now the Son of God was hanging on a cross It was between two thieves that his life was lost They hated him for what he had to say But it was through his blood that they are born this way Please don't hate him for what he might say 
That was Vernon Gingrich's testimony song, and we're going to hear a great message today by our pastor, Rick Hayes. That's right. Our pastor, Rick Hayes, has got a great message. When I heard this preached at Orchardville Church several months ago now, I thought, man, that'd be just perfect for the Lonesome Road Ministry family out there on the road. And we enjoy hearing your testimonies. Give us a call at 618-383-2107 and tell us about your testimony. Here's uh, Pastor Rick Hayes. We're going to talk about how we can give thanks with our testimony. How we can share what God has done in our lives, and that is a thank you to Him, but it's also a light that shines to other people and lets them know who God is and what He's done for us. So we're going we're gonna to focus in on testimony this morning, and the first thing... Um, testimony, when I looked it up, is a first-hand account of something that you witness happen or a public profession of a religious experience. Or in my words, Jesus changed my life. I had an encounter with God through the power of the Holy Spirit, and he changed me. And I need to tell someone about it. That's, my, that's how I look at it, uh, a testimony, that I need to tell someone about it. I need to share about where I was and where God's brought me to. Because I was a mess. Anybody else? I'm still a mess. <laughs> but I'm thankful that God's on my side and that Jesus is my Savior. And I thank Him for that every day. And I need to tell people about it. So let's start out this morning in Psalm chapter 40, if you have your Bibles or your cellular devices or the screen behind me. Psalm chapter 40. Are you guys with me this morning? Yes. Are you, did you come in here expecting? Yes. You know, I thought I might be up against it a little bit because the music usually gets you energized. And so if we need to jump up and do some jumping jacks, we will do that this morning to get going. But as long as you're with me, we'll go. Psalm 40 verses 1 through 3 is where we'll start, we will start out. I waited patiently for the Lord to help me. And he turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the pit of despair, out of the mud and the mire. He set my feet on solid ground and steadied me as I was walking along. He has given me a new song to sing, a hymn of praise to our God. I want to stop right there because whenever I suffer, this isn't just talking about a one-time thing. There are times when we go through the mud and the muck and the mire and we're struggling in life. And God lifts us up out of those things. And I know that when I suffer, that God's going to deliver me and he's going to give me a song to sing because of it. How many of you have been through some stuff? How many of you have seen God lift you up out of that and deliver you? Amen. That gives us a new song to sing because of that. So, so I tell myself, I may suffer, but eventually I'm going to sing about this. <laughs> I may go through some stuff and not understand it. It might be difficult, but eventually I'm going to sing out, look what the Lord has done. I'm going to sing uh, great things. I'm going to sing amazing grace. I'm going to sing out about what he's brought me through. 
And many will see that he has done what he has done and be amazed. They will put their trust in the Lord. The deliverance and praise that comes out of the suffering is a testimony to everyone around me. What I've been through and seen God deliver me out of is a testimony to all of you, to everybody I come in contact with. And the deliverance and praise that comes out of the suffering um, isn't just, it's not just something for me to keep to myself. We are to share our testimony with people. We are to let people know what God's doing in our lives. And it leads others to Christ. And they're amazed by it and also want to put their trust in him as well. If he did it for me, I know he can do it for you. (laughs) He will. Verses 9 and 10, if you jump down. I have told all your people about your justice. I have not been afraid to speak out as you, O Lord, well know. I have not kept the good news of your justice hidden in my heart. I have talked about your faithfulness and saving power. I have told everyone in the great assembly of your unfailing love and faithfulness. So according to what David's praying here, it would be an act of disobedience not to share about what God's doing in your life. Disobedience. If we keep our mouth shut about what God has done. And David said to this, this to proclaim to God and himself that he had glorified God among his people. He was not going to restrain his mouth or his lips from saying what God had done in his life. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to sing your praises. I'm going to let people know. I'm not going to hide. I'm not going to hide it in my heart. He said, I've talked about your faithfulness and saving power. I've told everyone in the great assembly of your unfailing love and faithfulness. And and so the, the righteousness of God was evident in both David's words and in his actions. That's a, that's a key for us. I can say how much God has done in my life, but I also better show it by my actions. I'll hit on that again here in a minute. Sharing your testimony with others is a must for all of us that are a Christian. We have to share it. And when giving your testimony, you tell how you came to trust in Christ alone as your Lord and Savior. You tell how God opened your eyes on how you were a sinner and you were in need of a Savior. You let them know that. That God has not only done this in me, for me, through me, he's changed me, but he can do that for you. He loves you as well. And we're sharing with others different events that, you know, led up to our salvation and how God has worked in our lives to bring us to repentance. I was a sinner just like you. Uh, I was messed up in this world. I was doing things that I wasn't proud of. But God, through the power of the Holy Spirit, by hearing the gospel message, by someone sharing their testimony with me, I was able to come to Christ and repent for what I had done and let Jesus come and live in my life in my heart and change me. And I've never been the same. I've never been the same. And we use our testimony as a way to encourage others, to let people know that every time that I went through a trial, every time I went through sufferings in life, that that was an opportunity for me to share a testimony about what God's done for me. And a lot of times we think in our testimony, it's just the point of how was this now and that, but it happens daily. Things that God does for us where we can share. I had a need. I didn't know how we were going to pay this bill, but God came through. I want to share that with you. I have this going on in my life and, and I deal with all this stress and anxiety and, and, I have it, and I'm dealing with this this week, but God's given me peace. 
And I want to share that with you. That's another part of my testimony. And a testimony, again, is not only the things we say, it's the way we live our life. That's also a testimony to unbelievers. It's great that I can talk about the goodness of God and what he's done for me, but my actions really have to line up to show that I'm different, to show that I'm set apart. And, and, and when we see this transformation in us, I want to warn us sometimes that um, we don't need to lie and exaggerate about things, okay? And we got to be careful as well that we don't brag and glorify ourselves, which is what some people purposefully and unknowingly do. And instead of talking about Jesus, they use that as an opportunity to talk about themselves, which really is no testimony at all. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I've heard people, I've probably done this myself, bragging about their past life and how bad they were more than they talk about what Jesus did for them, bringing them out of it. Oh, I, I used to do this, or I did so many drugs. I was so high all the time. I was, I was drinking. I cussed like a... I mean, I did all this stuff. Man, I was bad. And then Jesus. So when we, when we go on about who we were and what we were doing and how bad we were and how, you know, we start bragging about all the different things we've done and, and we leave Jesus out of the equation, we're not really sharing our testimony about what he's done for us. So don't make it, you know, I've even seen the other side of this, but that when you come to Christ and you're saved and you're a Christian, you're walking tall, you're standing strong, you're doing what you need to do. And I've seen people uh, well up with pride in self and make things that God's doing in their life all about me, 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 me. I do this. I do that. I'm so holy. I'm so righteous. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. There's people in ministry that do that. And that's terrible because it becomes more about them than it does about him. And you forget to give credit where credit is due. So careful with that, okay? It's not about you. It's about him. Make sure people know that it's about him. It's about his saving grace and what he's done in your life and how he's turned it around for you. And we should share and build one another up because our testimony can have a huge impact on someone else's life. Now, you guys have heard my story. For those of you that haven't, I went through some years of depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts. I did not want to be here. So the enemy deceived me into believing. But that's, that's my big part of my testimony is, is understanding that's not who I am in God. Who I am in God says my life is, has value and it's worth living. And that's my big testimony of what I shared. But my testimony um, through working with youth, through talking with people that struggle with the same thing, my testimony helps other people. Your testimony about things you've been through helps other people. Who's got some keys? Anybody? Give me some keys. Rattle, rattle. Not many, but hey. That's good. I can use this. This key is your testimony, my testimony. This is, this is our testimony. If I don't share this, if I don't let people know where I was, what I was struggling with, what I've been through and how God changed me, I can't really be effective around other people. And, and, and this testimony, this key could be the very key that unlocks somebody else's prison. So I have to share it. I have to tell about the goodness of the Lord. I have to testify because what I've been through, the stuff that I've went through can help somebody else get through it too. 
Use the key to unlock other people's prison cells that they're dealing with, that they're struggling with. Use it. Give your testimony. Share. That went over well. <laughs> it does. It helps. I mean, when you, come, when you get down into it and you get in the real world with people and you're talking about stuff, when you're sharing God's love and, and they're just letting you know that, man, I... I'll just use me for example. I've, I've just really been dealing with depression. I don't want to be here. I don't want to live. I wake up dreading every day. You know what I could do? That's bad. I'm sorry. I'll be praying for you. But if I'll share my testimony because I've been exactly where they are, they can understand God's love a lot better at a level that's better than me just saying, I'll pray for you. Because I've got the key to unlock their prison cell. I know exactly where they're at because I've been there. And all of us have different testimonies. So it's important to share those with people you're coming in contact with. Let them know about the goodness of God. Let's go to Psalm 22, 22. Carlin, this is tougher than I thought. I should have that music first. Psalm 22, 22. I will praise you to all my brothers. And my sisters, I will stand up before the congregation and testify of the wonderful things you have done. Psalm 66, 16, come and listen, all you who fear God, and I will tell you what he did for me. We have to tell. We have to let people know. We have to testify. Never, ever, ever be afraid to share your testimony. I encourage you guys to do it and do it often. Your, your testimony can encourage others. It can inspire others. And though it's not the gospel, it can be used to point people to the gospel of Christ. Don't forget that. You may share your testimony, but that's not the same thing as sharing the gospel. Okay, everybody understand that? Your testimony can, can be what God uses to draw someone to repentance and faith in Christ. And, and it took me a while, but you have to understand the power of your testimony as well. You have to understand the goodness of God. And, and sometimes it, it really, really benefits us to stop and just think about and thank him for everything he's done in our lives. I mean, it's heightened during this week of Thanksgiving. We think about things like this. But if you will just sit and just think and dwell on the goodness of God and how many times he's brought me through different things, how many times he's brought you through different things, you will have a heart that is thankful. And you will appreciate every single time that God walks right beside you through battles and wars and fights and fires and everything. Stop and think about those things sometimes, how deep his love is for you. And, and when we do that, that's what compels us to share. Man, he has been good to me. He has been faithful to me. Why? I can't keep this to myself. I have to share it with people. I have to let them know. And then pray that God gives you boldness to share your testimony. And, and that he'll open doors for you to share that with other people. And the more you share your testimony, the easier it gets. 
Just like with anything, with muscle memory, you develop those muscles over and over, it gets easier to do things. That's the same thing with sharing your testimony or sharing the gospel. You do it over and over and it just starts to flow out of you. Because why? It's a personal experience that you had. You encountered God. You encountered his Holy Spirit and he changed you. And, and to think of where you were and to where you are now, that's worth sharing. That's worth telling people about. It's amazing when you get to do that and you get a chance to do that. So I encourage you to pray for opportunities for God to open doors for you to be able to do that. Um, and even more than that, share the gospel with unbelievers as you get a chance to share your testimony. And I, and I said that earlier that our testimony isn't the gospel. The gospel is what God did in knowing that we were all sinners. We were in need of a savior. So he sent his one and only son, Jesus, to die for us on the cross, to forgive us of all of our sins, to give us a fresh start and to give us uh, an eternity in heaven. Now, now Jesus sits, you know, death didn't defeat him part of the gospel. He rose from the grave. He conquered the grave. And now he sits at the right hand of God interceding on our behalf. That's the gospel. The gospel is what led to your testimony. So you got to have the gospel. You got to be able to share that too. When you're sharing your testimony, I, I'm able to tell you that I love life, that I'm happy, that I have joy in my heart and I'm not depressed. I don't have the anxiety. I'm able to tell you this because the gospel of Jesus those are tied together. So don't forget to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with them as you're talking about them. And Daniel, uh, Nally last week, what did he challenge us to do over the next six months? Think of how many people? Three. How many of you have your three already? I see a few hands going up. He challenged us to think of three people, pray about three people that God will reveal to you that you can start befriending, building relationship with and share the gospel with, share your testimony with three people. Psalm 105, verse 1. I'm going to give you a lot of scripture this morning. Is that okay? I don't think anybody will say no. Psalm 105, verse 1. Give thanks to the Lord and proclaim his greatness. Let the whole world know what he has done. Let the whole world know what he has done. Give thanks to the Lord. We should be talking about all the wonderful things he has done in our lives. How many of you say, I could probably do a little bit better than that, Rick? in that. You know, I've really not probably uh, celebrated and told the world about the wonderful things God's been doing in my life. We can all do better at this. Use your life as a testimony. Um, unbelievers, do you know they look closely at us as Christians? <laughs> they do. Um, you can have a great testimony with your lips and your actions say something totally different. And they're looking at that. All right. So you tell me God's changed your life. You tell me God's done this, this, this thing in you and you're, you're changing daily and you're becoming more like Jesus. You tell me this, but I don't really see it. I don't really see it. So we don't want our testimony to be drowned out or, or lose its power because of our actions in life. Do your best to never give a reason for others to slander the name of Christ because of the ungodly living that we might be doing. And this quote from John MacArthur, you guys have heard it, you are the only Bible that some unbelievers will ever read. That's true. 
What God's done for me and how I show that in my actions to others is some of the only Bible people will ever open up and they'll be able to be a part of. Be the light of the world. This world's a dark place, but you are the light of the world. It's not something that you're trying to be. When you come to repentance, you give your life to Jesus, you are now a light for the world. You get up from the place of prayer, wherever you gave your heart to the Lord, and you stand up, you have a light in you. You have Jesus in you. You have the Holy Spirit in you now, and you are a light to this dark world. Everywhere you go. Those in Christ have been made new with new desires, new affections for God's word. It doesn't mean we're sinless or perfect. Sarah can tell you I'm far from that. But it does mean that there will be a difference between the actions and motives of a believer versus the actions and motives of the world. There's a difference in us. There should be a difference in us. We're not like the world anymore. Our life is a testimony. And, and what's Ephesians 5.8? I think I got that for the screen too. It says, live as children of light. Live like you've got the light of Jesus in you. And Philippians 1, 27 through 30. Above all, you must live as citizens of heaven and conducting, conducting yourselves in a manner worthy of the good news about Christ. Then, whether I come and see you again or only hear about you, I will know that you are standing together with one spirit and one purpose, fighting together for the faith, which is the good news. Don't be intimidated in any way by your enemies. This will be a sign to them that they are going to be destroyed, but that you are going to be saved even by God himself. For you have been given not only the privilege of trusting in Christ, but also the privilege of suffering for him. We are in this struggle together. You have seen um, my struggle in the past and you know that I am still in the midst of it, is what the rest of that verse says. We're in this together, Orchardville Church. God is bringing so much unity in the body since January. That's another thing I've talked about. We have to be healthy in order to reach the lost. The ones that are coming in here, we have to be in unity. We have to, to love. Karen always says, when the love is right. When the love is right. And I believe it's right. And we're in unity. And we're ready to see God do some amazing things. Not only in the church, but through us outside the church. And walking with a new boldness. Matthew 5, 14 through 16. You are the light for the world. A city cannot be hidden when it is located on a hill. No one lights a lamp and puts it under a basket. What's that little kid song? This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. And then it says, hide it under a bushel? No. We're going to let it shine. We're going to let it shine. No one puts a lamp, lights a lamp and puts it under a basket. Instead, everyone who lights a lamp puts it on a lampstand. Then its light shines for everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine in front of people. Then they will see the good that you do and praise your Father in heaven. Testimony. Give thanks through your testimony because God's been good to you. I'm going to finish off with some biblical examples of testimonies, more scripture. 
And the first, first passage is John chapter 9, verse 24, 25. So for the second time, they called the man who had been blind since birth and said to him, give glory to God. We know that this man is a sinner. He answered, whether he is a sinner, I do not know. One thing I do know, that though I was blind, now I see. He's sharing his testimony. You can say what you want about this Jesus man, but I'm telling you, I was blind, and then he touched me, and now I can see. I was wrapped up in anxiety and depression, and now I have joy in my life. That's what I can tell you. Other people in here can say, I was an alcoholic for so many years, and then I encountered the Lord, and now I'm not. Amen. Everybody has a testimony. Everybody has things you've been through that I was here, and now I'm here. I don't know how he did it, but through the power of the Holy Spirit, he changed me. Mark 5, verse 20 so the man started off to visit the 10 towns of that region and began to proclaim the great things Jesus had done for him. And everyone was amazed at what he told them. This was the story of the demon-possessed man by the name of Legion. That nobody could be around, nobody could handle. He was just too much. And he was possessed. And nobody wanted to have anything to do with him. But Jesus comes along and changes him. And then after that, what does he have to do? I have to go tell everyone. We're all in here. If you're a Christian, you've experienced the goodness of God. You've experienced salvation. If nothing else, you've been saved from the pits of hell. That's worth telling people. That's worth sharing. John 4, 39, many Samaritans from the town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. The woman at the well, he told me all that I ever did. And she went screaming it to the town. You have to meet this man. How many of us are going out throughout our weeks? You have to meet this man named Jesus. You have to experience this love of Jesus. Acts 4.33, and with great power, the apostles were giving their testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. And finally, Revelation 12, verse 11, they triumphed over him by the blood of the lamb. And what else? by the word of their testimony. They did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death. The blood of the lamb, the blood of Jesus and the word of their testimony is how we overcome. It's how we help other people overcome. If our praise team will go ahead and come up and get ready. And if you, if I talk to you this week or last couple weeks, you're one of those nine people, can you move to the first two rows here in the middle, please. Our testimony overcomes Satan's deceptions and deceiving that he brings against us. Okay? When we know and we remember the work of God in our lives, it protects us from the things the enemy brings against us. If I remember my testimony, if I remember the goodness of God, if I think back and I thank him for all the different things he's done for me, that keeps me from being deceived by the enemy and falling back into a life that God never intended me to be in in the first place. I thank him. I think of those things. My testimony. I know, I know, you know what you've seen God do in your life. We all have seen it. 
We have to share it. We have to thank God through our testimony. And as you do that, you will not be deceived by the enemy. You know, with, with my depression, anxiety, those things, that, those thoughts that I used to have, I have to stay on top of that. Okay? I have to remind myself and let my mind constantly be transformed into the likeness of Jesus. I have to remember what he has done for me. Because the moment I start to forget, the moment I stop thanking him for that, that's the moment the enemy's gonna try to sneak in and, and remind you of your past and remind you that you haven't changed, you didn't get anything from God. Testimonies. We have to give them. We have to share. We have to let people know what Jesus is doing in our lives. And as we sing this morning, I, I told you this, I'll just let you see it. And I believe God's going to anoint it. He's already anointed the service. He's going to anoint it. And he's going to motivate people to share their testimony with people. And not be ashamed, not be afraid to do it. He's going to give you boldness by what you're about to experience in our worship service right now. And I pray you've come in here anticipating a move of God. I pray you've come in here not to just, not to just go through the motions, oh, it's another Sunday, this makes me all warm and fuzzy, and I go home and I'm the same person. I pray that you see the goodness of God in people that come up and share, and I pray you worship from a place that remembers and thinks about during these next 20, 25 minutes everything God has done for you. Would you stand this morning? I was lonesome, lost and afraid Traveling down sin's endless highway I came to the crossroads of life with my burdens of pain and strife From on my knees a miracle for me For now I can clearly see Jesus Christ, precious Lamb of Calvary And mercy covered me On that night The storm of my life Lonely darkness Haunting my soul Heart of stone Thought I was alone Yet he stood there Right next to me From on my knees A miracle for me For now I can clearly see Jesus Christ Precious Lamb of Calvary Whose grace and she covered me
He made my heart clean as pure as snow. He took the darkness from my night, filled me with His eternal light. From on my knees, a miracle for me. Lamb of Calvary, whose grace and mercy covered me. From on my knees, a miracle for me. For now, I can clearly see Jesus Christ. Precious Lamb of Calvary, whose grace and mercy covered me, whose grace you tell us the story of how you wrote this song from on my knees i'll tell you how it came about i pulled in this rest area one night and i seen a big old shiny bus sitting over there and i walked over there and i thought wonder whose bus that is and i was standing there looking at that bus and about that time the door opened up and there stood vince gill vince gill vince gill that's what i said you're vince gill he said yeah i know I said, man, I just love your music. You're such a great songwriter. And I, I told him, I said, God had been giving me some songs to write since I'd been saved. He said, really? He said, yeah. He said, what do you write about? I said, I write about my testimony. He said, come on in the bus. He said, we're going to write a song about your testimony. And he picked up his guitar and started plucking on that guitar. And he said, tell me your story. And so I shared my testimony with Vince Gill. And he said, you know what the name of this song is going to be? It's going to be From On My Knees. He said, I could just see you out there alongside the highway on your knees, giving your heart to the Lord. And so we started writing this song together. And it wow. wasn't long, about 15 minutes, the song was complete. And then I woke up. <laughs> you woke up! <laughs> it was just a dream, Fred. God had given me a dream about this song. But, man, I tell you, it, it was so vivid and so real. I thought, man, i got to get up and write this down. But then I thought, well, I'll never forget this. And so the next morning I, when I did wake up again, I couldn't remember the lyrics to the song. All I could remember was the title, From On My Knees. That's a great place to be, on your knees. <laughs> it sure is. Yeah. And I told my songwriting partner, Tom Caldwell, about this dream that I had, just like I'm sharing with you. And he said, well, let's just write the song from On My Knees. And I said, well, okay, let's do it. And so together, we started working on this song called From On My Knees. We ended up finishing this song, getting all the lyrics wrote out, and we sent it down to Songwriter Studio down in Nashville. Well, that was the song you just heard. 
And that is what it's all about, is testimonies. And drivers, if you don't have a testimony, and if you've never asked Jesus Christ into your heart, then today is the day, and you can have a testimony that you can share with anybody out there that you come across that don't know Jesus. And you got to know that you're saved. In order to know that you know that you know, you've got to give your heart to the Lord. It has to come from your heart. And all you got to do is pray a simple little prayer. And the prayer can be as simple as what, Fred? Lord, save me. That's it. That's all you have to do is cry out to the Lord from your heart, and he will save you. It's not the words that save you, is it, Fred? It's the condition of your heart, and when you give your heart to Jesus, you know, the thief on the cross, all he said was, remember me this day. Four little words, and Jesus told him, today you'll be with me in paradise. So pray that prayer right now as you listen to this song by Ramsey Prine, and he is talking about a testimony. Let me tell you who I am I was a thief, I told lies I hung beside Jesus Christ When he was crucified I felt forever in the wind Wanted him to set me free Your Bible says I'm just the one Who said, dear Lord, remember me Please remember me pain I saw the blood I saw the scar I never stole again and I found eternity the gospel says I'm just the one Again, the 
stars were in the sky. I cried out, Lord, set me free. You're talking to the one who said, Dear Lord, remember me. Please remember me Lord, I know who you are Yes, I felt the pain I saw the blood, I saw the scars says I'm the one who asked dear Lord remember me let me tell you who I am I was a thief I told lies now I walk with Jesus Christ in a place called paradise now Gary that was off the volume 3 CD wasn't it that is a great song by Ramsey Prine and that is off of our Lonesome Road volume 3 CD I'll tell you we got some great music on these CDs, and you can get a, your very own copy just by logging on to lonesomeroad.org or giving us a call. We'd love to hear from you. So how about one more testimony song, Fred, before we close today's program? I love the title of this, Two Ordinary Men. <laughs> this is a great song by a friend of mine, Galen Taylor. He used to have a CD ministry down in Memphis called Faith on the Move Ministry, and we used to partner and work with him. Now Galen is in the prison ministry, and he sent all of his CD equipment up to us, and we combined Faith on the Move and Lonesome Road Ministry, Channel 21 Ministry. We're all combined as one ministry out there reaching the lost, and this is a testimony song that Galen wrote one night coming home from St. Louis. He just been praying about being filled with the Holy Ghost, and God filled him up with the Holy Ghost, and he gave him this song called Two Ordinary Men. And you can find this on Volume 2 CD. Yes, that's right. It's off of Lonesome Road, Volume 2. Here it is. And this is Joe Arview to sing it for you. Just two ordinary men, strong hands upon the wheel. Men out living, hauling freight, cattle, grain, and steel. We were cold, hard, and calloused from the years out on the road. While the devil held the wheel, we gave our lives to the Lord. But the sinful lives we chose to live came with the dreadful. 
awful cost Sin began to drag us down Our families all but lost It ain't one night God spoke to me Said this is your last call If you don't turn to Jesus Into hell you fall Well I cried out God You know I'm weak I've tried so hard to change Still would not believe You said I need a sign And if God will show that he is real Then I'd gladly walk that line He drove on through that lonely day His heart was cold as steel And then he saw that sign Out in that Midwest field Jesus' arms were open wide Blood dripping from his hands said this once for you come and be god's man we were just two ordinary men strong hands upon the wheel we made our living hauling freight cattle grain and steel we were cold hard and calloused from the years out on the road Still on the wheel, our nation's freight he hauls. He spreads the gospel through the land, the preacher he is called. Now the other took a different road to that oil patch he was sent, telling men to turn from their sin and hear the Lord repent. We were just two ordinary men, strong hands upon the cross. Standing side by side to bring the gospel to the lost. And we were cold, hard, and calloused from the years out on the road. Now Jesus took the wheel and we gave our lives to the Lord. Well, Fred, it's been a great ride in the cab with you, and I appreciate all our listeners out there that's rode along with us for this last hour, but we're going to close today's program with one more testimony song, and this is my testimony that I wrote out, and it's called At the Foot of the Tree, and this is off of our Lonesome Road Volume 1 CD, and this is Dennis McKay to sing it for you. Lost without hope Eighteen wheels of lonesome At the end of the road 
In my hand was a track The preacher had read His words still echoing In the back of my head I felt so ashamed When I thought of my past Then I called his name This chance would it be my last Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today I met Jesus At the foot of the cross Broken hearted and lonesome So long I've been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree Those 18 wheels are rolling Down that old lonesome road I shared the good news wherever I go. Yes, there's been a change. I'm not the man I used to be. And I tell everybody what's happened to me. How I felt so ashamed when I thought of my past. But I called his name. This chance could it be my last Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree And I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today I met Jesus At the foot of the cross Broken hearted and lonesome So long I've been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today I met Jesus At the foot of the cross Broken hearted and lonesome So long I'd been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree